Hey friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Welcome. <laughs> Dean. Dean. Otherwise known as Dan. Dan. In Malaysia, I'm Dan. <laughs> Forget that. The other okay, day, Dan. where were we? Somebody called yeah, somebody you Dan. Called me, no, they called me Dan. Yeah, Dan. I was like, yeah, Dan. what? <laughs> That's what my driver in Malaysia used to call me. Hey, Dan. Dan. Okay. I mean, After a year or so, I just went, I okay. went with it, and I was known as Dan. From that day forward. Yes. Well, Dean, it's been a minute since you've been on the the podcast. A few minutes, yeah. Just a few. And April's been a busy month. We've all been away. You've been away. I've been away. That's two of us. We've both been away. (laughs) (laughs) Storytelling is top. So what we thought we would talk about, because actually I'm going away next week. And so anyway, Dean's doing the solo parent thing while I'm away. But... We thought today we would talk about, you know, an element of our travel history or our life together. Um, not so much the past about like what travel was like, but a conversation that we frequently have, which would be like, would we ever Leaving. leave again? Yeah. Like, would we ever leave again? So mm. I will say um, something that sort of prompted this conversation is friends of ours who we knew when we lived in Malaysia. Um just so they they moved back to the u.s and actually they've just left again to go live in japan with their three kids in tow and i was like three kids three kids yeah i mean it's pretty cool like their pictures on instagram they've got the little uniforms and they're all going to school in japan and it's like holy crap they're doing it they're doing it yeah and i have like this big block in my mind about not wanting to do that again and i feel like you're more open-minded to it so we thought we would talk about it yeah let's talk about let's straighten you out Did you know that I also make YouTube videos? I have been a content creator on YouTube since 2012. That is seven years, friends. Seven years of videos of my face and other things are on the internet, which is kind of awesome. If you found me through this podcast... Thanks for being here. I appreciate the support. And if you want a little bit more, head over to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and subscribe. I put videos out twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, from a range of topics, from rant videos about how I was shamed for self-care, to relationship videos about my husband and I being in an age gap relationship, to vlogs, travel experiences. It's all there. Head to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and subscribe. Let's just set the record straight. Let's bring everybody up to speed who's get new here. Get the record. Here. Get, get, get it out. Okay, a stenographer, take this down. <laughs> okay, so. You guys can buy the transcripts of this show later if you want. They're a buck. No, they're American dollar. There, look at you. Thirty-something, probably. There, there you go. Okay, so just to bring you up to speed, we lived in Malaysia from 2010 till early 2014 or mid 2014, and um, yeah, like four years and a bit. And then we've been back in Canada for four and a bit years now. And I feel like with your job being a pilot, you could be in lots of places, right? You could be in lots of places. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of jobs out there. And sometimes you look at coming back to Canada and paying gigantic amounts of tax and tax and tax and waiting for hospitals and mm. 
and you kind of go, what am I doing here again? Right. Yeah. No, and it's hard to get used to that kind of lifestyle after living in expat land. But... For a long time. Mm. So now that we're back, something that's changed for me is that I've been able to turn this YouTube gig into a multi-level, like multi-plat, not multi-level, but multi-platinum. Multi-platinum. No, multi-platform <laughs> successful business. Mm-hmm. And the Michael multi-platinum. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> can't oh. but it's one of these things where i feel like more and more people are talking about how the industry it's not just one person in a microphone and one person in a camera there's teams of people that are helping you achieve your career goals and professional goals and get paid gigs and things like that so for me to leave here feels like oh my god i'd have to be starting from square one again and i'm not sure that i'm interested in that to be honest i don't see how you would start from square one wouldn't people just be like fascinated with like, oh my God, they're packing their stuff again for well, parts unknown and just go. I guess we have to ask them. You're listening right now. Like, does well, that I don't seem have a interesting? Job yet, uh, overseas. Well, no, but I'm asking the listeners. Like, would Maybe that they can get me a job overseas? Hey, no, listen. <laughs> that's not what I'm asking. <laughs> I'm asking if they would think that that is interesting. Like, if we decided to embark on another adventure and like. Sell our shit and move overseas and all that goes along with that. Yeah. So, okay, I guess to start the conversation, like, what is, like, if I were to say, okay, what is the first thing that draws you to wanting to go? Is it going to seek adventure or is it leaving frustrations from here? Hmm. I don't find that it is one particular reason, but the big one is like... Uh, money and savings because you can work over there for five years and make and bank way more than you can in 15 here so why do it you know yeah because since we come back to Canada it's been lovely to see so many people that you missed and you know whatever but have it's really gone it's really gone downhill like it's hard to get into with your kids to the hospital it's incredibly like look at the income tax we pay and what are you getting out of it you know all that type of stuff you're like yeah i just want to i work for my money i want to put my money away for for the future and i find canada maybe in the states it's the same way um you just it's very expensive to live and you don't put the money away so that's one reason so the finances finances and then the second reason is just like i find that life back in Canada is this like this revolving like the scenery in the cartoon that just keeps going by the same way like everybody's kind of doing the same thing and uh, work is a lot of your life here there's no you know remember in in well I remember in different countries like you know for lunch people would go out and they would walk around or they would you know, have a conversation, uh, not sorry, not much at lunch, but after work, they go out with their friends. And the part, the part that I'm talking about is I don't just feel like Canada is work, work, work to live. You don't put a lot of money away. It's very expensive. And I don't know. Well, it's all right. It's all right. Right. Winter is extremely long. Winters are pretty harsh. We've had a particularly long winter. It oh snowed God. this morning, and it's April 15 or uh, something April like 15th, that. April 15th, we had snow. 
Oh, it just won't end. The trees aren't budding yet. It's windy. It was raining and thunderstorms last Mm -hmm. night. What's going on? So, okay. It's funny because it's true. I agree that you were able to set yourself up with a gig that was very financially lucrative and there was... Like, it just seemed easier to save money. There was things, naturally, the place we were in was a little bit cheaper than where we are now, for sure. Um, But it's interesting, because from my side of things, it's like, as a woman who was on a dependent visa, who doesn't have a defined career term, like Mm -hmm. job description, yours is very, like, easy, pilot. Everyone knows what that is. You know, I find it like, oh, can I, you know, how would I be benefiting from going over there? So that's something that I'm always thinking about is like, what, what's to be gained in my career? Or would it be a building a new extension onto what I do and like some other element of it, right? Like almost diversifying what I already have going on, which is a scary thought, boy, when you've been like building something a certain way and then you have to go up and like try to change it. Well, I think a lot of people that move go through that same thing. Right. You know, over again, you you come home and you put down roots and then one day you wake up and you're like, this isn't happening for me. Mm -hmm. And you have to, you know, sell all that stuff again and pack things up and, and, uh, you know, because of tax reasons, you, you know, you don't want to have any ties to your country. Right. So you're gone. You sell everything. You take everything with you and you go. Yeah, it's pretty scary. It's a, it's a, it's a very heavy thought. Like I wonder, mm-hmm. yeah, just that idea to like take everything you own if you just sat there and visualized it. And like Nora is sitting in my lap, so <laughs> FYI. But you know, I think looking at what we have right now, well, we've only been here for four and a half years. I mean, yeah, we have stuff, but it's not crazy amounts of stuff. Yeah, we have crazy amount of stuff. We do not. I just want oh. you to picture this house empty compared to what it is now. Everything around it you. It would take like four hours to empty this house. What? I'm not even kidding. Four hours? Like, no. There's no way you could do it in four hours. Okay, one day. We literally have one thing hanging on the wall. First of all, you're going to have trouble getting anything out here because the sofa was built in this room. So you unbuilt it. Yeah. That's going to take, what, four hours? (laughs) Listen, either way, it's work. Anyway, there's a lot of crying that goes on, I think, with with everybody. Or not crying, but there's a lot of sad times that go on when you decide to to leave. and, Mm -hmm. And But you sit back and, you know, you get two perspectives, like, when we came back and talked to other people, is people really, really, really don't like that you live somewhere else. No, because it's they different. Think they're like, oh, so did you and that gorilla in the mist, or did you and that, did you have a relationship with a, a chimpanzee and or something? Like, no, it doesn't go that weird, but yes. No, but it's weird. Like, it's just like something, you when you tell people, they they look at you like, oh, you're not even, you know, you're not even not human, but you're not even... Uh, they can't relate. They can't relate. No. But they can't relate in a really strong way. Like, they don't want to... He- they don't want you to talk about it. They don't want to hear about it. And they want to make up something. Like, remember I got back and I was friends with that, that girl and the, and her husband. And you met them. And and she goes, you know, well, you were living in this country. Like, weren't you afraid of something? You know, of, of the people or something? I was, and I was just looking back going... What? Where was? Where do you think I was? Mm-hmm. I think you nailed it though with the word afraid. They're afraid. I, I think that, but also people fear what they don't know, and so if you're talking about a country they can't really find on a map, not yeah. to say that people are all idiots, but I think 
not a lot of people have an interest in that. And especially now where information is so, is so readily accessible. It's almost like people just rather not keep that information in their brains, like as to where certain countries are and things. So I could just look it up on my phone, you know, and find it later. So if it's not a hot topic of conversation and you go and tell someone about it, I mean, we've mentioned this before, but I, even just like talking about it, I get such a heavy feeling because it's like, God, that sucked. Like when you come back and you're, you know, I'd meet new moms with kids and we'd be at a park or something or we'd be at a play group and one of them would start complaining about how hard it was to do groceries with two kids. Yeah. And I was like, sure. And I and it's important to be able to relate on that level, but to the point where they didn't even want to go to the grocery store. And I was like, what? In Canada? Like, you've got the double wide grocery carts that can fit like three kids, yeah. you know, in the seats. Half the grocery stores have car seat holders and you don't want to go? Like, what do you mean? We're like, I used to get to a grocery store and throw one in a carrier and one in the thing. And, you know, like, I don't know. I've, I remember one time the car ran out of air conditioning and just turned off and I had to like coast into a garage across the lights. Like, I don't know. Like, there's just adventures we've had that are just like, I sometimes get frustrated by people and maybe I'm taking a tangent, but I get frustrated by people not recognizing perhaps the accessibility or like how easy life is in Canada. Like it's so easy compared to where we lived overseas. Very, very, very easy. You want to go to a baby yoga class? Go look one up on your Facebook pages. Yeah. Over there, you have to start one. You want to like, yeah. uh, go to the library. Actually, I don't even know if there are public libraries in Penang. Like, I don't even think that there are. I've never went to one. No, I think that there is. I think that it would be, I think it would be Chinese or right. Indian. I don't think they have British, English. English yeah. And that's probably the biggest difficulty for me to like that hurdle in my brain to overcome is like, God, life is so easy here. Like, yeah, the winters suck, but you get the falls to go for bike rides and the summers to go for bike rides. And there's a lot of outdoor time. Like I find like I use Canada to like its max potential in a way, like I go play outside in the winter, I go skating, I go bike riding, I do all of that stuff where if I look at just our personalities, you're like, hell no, where's the sun? Let's go live our life outside when it's warm and glorious. And- you are, but you're more the type of person that ha- you can take advantage of the things in Canada, whereas I find it's the opposite. I find it's very difficult to live here. Really? Yeah, like I can see your point. You know, you go to grocery stores, they don't smell like rotten fish. Right. And There's like no you, chicken in a bin. You Chicken in a bin, yeah, with that are, some are bluish and, um, and certain things like that. But I find it difficult in the way that... Because like from the professional side of things, like with the working element, do you find that... Ch- Sorry, I cut you off, but... No, no. Well, yeah, the work thing is not related. I, I mean, okay. work is the same crap everywhere you go. And I'm as I get older, you know, there was this cool article I was perusing on YouTube and it was talking about, is there really such thing as a career now? Mm. And I, you know, in the old days, what I see a career as is that something that you get in, in an entry level, you build up, you get rapport with your employer, you... Um, you know, you, you build wealth, uh, you know, that type of thing. But really, I mean, in Canada, I don't feel like, and everywhere that I've ever worked now as being a pilot, like it, unless you got into a legacy carrier very young, there's no career in this. And I don't see a lot of career. Like Your industry is changing. My industry is changing. There's a lot of industries that are changing. You know, you're just basically 
You go to work, you do what you're told, you avoid the politics, you get your check and you come home. I think work is work no matter where you go. It's the same crap. You show up, don't cause trouble, they pay you. The only thing is, is overseas, they pay you three times as much as this right. as Canada and you pay one sixteenth of the tax. Okay, so I need to shift my brain here because my brain is, my instant reaction is, no, we're not going. And so my brain goes to all the reasons to support that answer, which is like, no, my job is great here. It's very lucrative. No, it, life is easy. I've got all the groceries I could ever want. The kids have all the fun things they could ever want. And there's like I don't think programs. That's true. Wait, I'm going to switch it. And programs and like activities and other friends and peers and school and whatever. Okay, so... As you were speaking, I had this little flashback to like sitting in, in uh, Tanjung Tokong. Is it Tokong? No. Tanjung Tokong? No. Um, where's uh, Batu Ferengi? Oh, Batu Ferengi. Right? That's around the corner, right? Yeah. So we are in Batu and sitting on the beach, like warm sand on our toes, hiding in the shade because it was really hot. And there's like a random guy walking a horse or like a tiny horse on the beach and you can get your oh, like yeah. 100 plus, you know, your icy cold 100 Ooh, plus. I would move just for 100 plus. <laughs> if anyone's had 100 plus. You, you know what? If to... anyone knows where I can find 100 plus. In Canada? In Canada. I think you can at some of these Asian grocery stores. What about those like tea and something, you know, tea and tea grocery stores or something like that? Maybe. Like Next they... time I'm in Vancouver, to I'm going to look, look it up. But um, 100 plus was like the Elka Seltzer. With no acetaminophen in a way. Alka-Seltzer. You know Alka-Seltzer that you put in yeah. your sore tummy? Yeah. It kind of tasted... Oh, s- weird. Or it was a cross between Alka-Seltzer and Fresca. Yeah, like a do really... Do they even make Fresca They anymore? do make Fresca. It's like a non-sweet, just a touch of sweetness. And like it's it an isotonic... Perfect. It's like Gatorade on steroids. And, with like carbonation, and I love carbonated beverages. And you beverages. drink it, and you just, I don't care if oh, you... Oh, so good. Are you new here, or have you been listening since the very beginning? Either way, I'm thrilled you're here, and I would love to know what you think of the show. Head to iTunes, search The Sandwich, rate, review, and subscribe, and let me know what you think. If you're here from another platform, I'm so grateful for your support, but I would love it if you could just take a couple minutes, head over to iTunes, search The Sandwich, leave a star rating, a comment, let me know what you think, share it with a friend, and follow. By letting iTunes know that The Sandwich is a podcast worth listening to, you will help get it into new people's ears and spread the love. Thank you for your support. Back to the show. Yeah, like just those um, memories of like, you know, you had like three pairs of sandals and I ne- I think I owned one pair of socks because I never wore runners unless I was going down to the gym or something in the building. And like going for walks in the botanical gardens in the morning and um, just a really, it felt easy, you know, like it was like slow paced. I certainly craved a little bit more adventure, but then if you wanted adventure, you could like hop on a plane. So you said that, so you found it easy, but you, you find being here easy. Is, I find, it, is it two different types of easy? Yes, it is. That's, yeah. what I was, that's that's a real that's a real um, obscure thing, isn't it? It's but two different types of easy. It is there. It's like easygoing lifestyle. It's. It, I it, sometimes fantasize about how my brain felt when I was there because I didn't have a fully running business. I was a hobby YouTuber. 
Mm-hmm. And it, I was very passionate about it. And I had all these like goals about it, but it wasn't at a point where I was like accountable to anybody. Yeah. So like if I missed a video, I was disappointed, yeah. but it's not like I was letting down brand partnerships or anything. Like it was really at a different level. And if I yeah. wanted to walk away, I could. The, the thing is that, so there's the easy and the easy, yeah. right? I like the easy over there for things like if I wanted my driver. Well, I never had a driver's license. <laughs> anyway. You didn't. No, we didn't. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Oh, that's a whole other story, isn't it? This whole thing that we went to get driver's licenses and they wouldn't transfer Canadian licenses onto Malaysian licenses. Yeah. But if you're from Syria, Iraq, Iran, any of those places, which is fine, they, they choose which places they want to honor yeah. the driver's license. Yeah. But not Canada, not United States, not, oh, but they did Great Britain, I think. So you had to take a full course, and the full course would involve no. showing up with a, for dudes with a tie and a shirt and tie, and they teach you how to drive. Wild. Which is wild, but we kind of... We got something. We got... <laughs> We, we registered we our car. Anything. Our car was registered in our name. That's about it. Yeah, it our car weird. was registered in our name, and we never got driver's licenses, and our whole thing was like, well, we would Meh. just pay off someone anyway, because honestly, I didn't see us getting any kind of driver's license at any time, and really, we had a driver. We never meant to commit any serious crimes. We didn't commit any serious No, but, but not having a driver's license and driving in a country where you're probably oh. illegal. Right. It might have been. Been but we just decided not to do it. And it didn't bother us at the no, time. We were like, didn't. I'm not going to get one. Me neither. Everything, like you always carried cash on you because it was like, that's, you just ever paid everything cash. Just carry cash. Everyone laughed. Like I remember not really knowing how to do tap or anything when we came back to Canada. I was like, how, what? Well, you know what tap? I got over? The, oh, why are we just, we just, there's so much things that I come know. up when we're talking, but everybody's like, okay, um, why don't you guys shut up? No. no but so the, there's the so some examples of easy stuff like we're saying easy lifestyle you know fairly slow whatever and you're like you know linen come come linen pants <laughs> come out my driver and pretty well I'll do anything guy be like come out i need to da, 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 da. okay then and he would like i know a guy he knows a guy yeah he knows a guy knows a guy and just things that just things get done for a bare co- minimum cost to you. I know. And just things like paying for things. Mm. How fast do transactions take place at a Tesco counter? Bang, 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 bang. And by the time you're at the counter and you throw your money down, you know those... those. Um, oh, those money counter things. How the, they count money. Like they count money with their fingers like... Bang. And they your change and you're done. You're out of there. It was fantastic. You wanted to go because you want to go shopping strictly because you can get what you want and you can get out of there. It's better than Amazon. You come back to Canada, people are like, how would you like to pay? Um, debit? All right. Slide your card in there. And for some reason, the electricity travels through the wires in Canada slower than the rest of the planet. So they, you know, oh, oh my okay, God, what's don't your, even get me started. Your pin, what's your PIN number? Okay, is this how much you want to pay? Yes. Uh, what's your... <laughs> What what account? This one. <laughs> Does anyone have a savings account? Because mine's in checking, and I don't have a checkbook. Yeah, you put it in checking, and then type in your stupid account number, and then wait, because it's got to do dial up, like a fax machine, and then someone at the bank goes, "Yes, that's approved." And it hits the approve button. 
In Asia, it was just like, bang, you're paid. Hey, you want to buy this? Hey, you know what? I'm looking for this, but in blue and completely opposite. And it should have the picture like of a monkey on it. And they're like, yeah, I can build that. When? How can I get this new item that I want that doesn't exist? Do I have to wait weeks? No, it's already made in the back. Okay, don't get ahead of yourself, but yes. No, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and coming back to your leg, I went to buy a shirt. Just now, two shirts, in fact. I have a simulator, and I like to wear a nice shirt. And the guy ahead of me, older older gentleman, it was like, well, how am I going to pay for this? And he's got three different types of cards. <laughs> and she's like, well, what if you paid with this one? No, I don't think that one works. So in Canada, you get to get into some big, besides paying for an item, you get to you know, handle some difficulties together with your friend who's the cashier and you're like, you know, it's, it's all, bullshit. The guy was like 84. And and, and, the, and they got the computer terminal from 1984, like, oh, it's got like one of those printers, like, you know, Dean's so like happy at the to Pentagon when you're, it's printing off like missile commands or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you are approved to pay for this. Oh, I thought we just paid. No, no, sir. This is just a pl- preliminary. You know? <laughs> yeah, we got to send it to Moose Control in Canada God. to see if it's approved. I swear, Dean and is And don't like... press savings. Press checking. <laughs> like, why do you have to decide? Well, I'm not sure I'll pay for this today. Um, I think I'll take a little out of my savings accounts. Oh, my God. Shut it. Oh. Well, and the worst part is... Uh, cherry on top so dean had to he's heard his <coughs> dean had hurt his elbow like i don't know 10 months ago no, a couple months ago and uh hasn't had time to get to the doctor about it finally goes today well, I've had he, time. Says, he says uh but, yeah you need to get an mri or something on your elbow dean's like okay cool like when he's like well you have to wait for that machine to become available dean's like okay like when when is it dean isn't it like in 10 months no, he goes, yeah, he says, well, usually it's about six months, six months to a year to get an MRI. <laughs> Didn't we pay like six figures in tax last year? Like, holy, uh, you don't get nothing in this country I for, know. everything is difficult. It's so it, it certainly takes a long time. Like, that's the problem with, I mean, this is a layered conversation. But yeah, there's things here that can be perceived as frustrating or are frustrating yeah. as you're going through it. But then there's things that I'm like real grateful for and things change so rapidly like for instance like banking websites in 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 asia it was like i'm in oh it never changed but get this they use like certain little fobs and things like it was a little different than here yeah on one on a bank account they had that fob but i'm talking about just generally when i was banking over there it was like and if you had trouble, you could, oh, I can't, I don't know what's going on here. And they're usually like, well, nothing changed, so you just forgot. Okay, well, you got to do this. In Canada, I had my work website changed twice. Since I've been there, which is less than a year, I have no idea how to do online banking. Good thing, well, you're, think, here. Good thing you're here and I don't die. I think that's the problem my with insur- aging, though. Is Our like- insurance, like, I have to write that down, and then I got it wrong a few times, and I'm talking to somebody in, like, India or Ireland one of those oh, one of those places that begin with an i and i'm trying i'm like why do you have to change passwords and all this kind of stuff oh shit dean you've entered that that age no like, but I, oh 
this is a Canadian thing. I'm pretty sure it doesn't happen in the States. Well, because of two-step authentication. I'm going to be... Hold on. Let me get into it. This is the reason we're going back. Now we're going back for sure because I'm upset. We're not. Yes, we are. Take a deep breath. Very deep. Not just shallow breathing. Hey, condescending TV host. So... What were we talking about? Reasons why we, we should stay get the here. hell out of here. <laughs> okay. Now, let's come back to the topic at hand. And so we were talking about my friend leaving with their three kids. So something that is like a genuine concern is how difficult it would be to uproot the kids and go as they get older. I feel like we could still get away with it. I don't worry about the kids. I don't worry about you. Uprooting <laughs> you. I know. Um, I but want like, to, I want to talk about some embarrassing stuff about your travel stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, really. Go. Well, Amanda is quite traveled. Not as well as me. Although she thinks she is. No, I never said that. Okay, what did you say? You said all of those things <laughs> yesterday. Let's, let's, okay. let's go back to that argument. Carry no. on. So, the thing is, is like everywhere you've ever I've ever moved with you, because you're brave, but you're brave like... 20 minutes after the decision is made it usually ends up no oh, usually like a year later i'm like you know what that was a great decision <laughs> <laughs> it's a year later but you kick you're like if, if you're like uh they're gonna pay me a half a million dollars a year and we're gonna go live in this place and you'll live in a luxury apartment and you'll have people to work for you and do all this kind of stuff and you'd be like <laughs> calling your friend you haven't talked to in 10 years hi jessica <laughs> dude's moving me overseas no, wouldn't. and the kids are like oh the kids are packed they're waiting in the driveway with their roll-alongs they're like let's go and you'd be like <laughs> is that is that out of line no that's also not embarrassing because i have a heart and I get connected to people so one of the things that i do very differently than you here and you would not argue this point because it's true it's just that i make connections places that i go i make friendships actually you're like a friendship ninja i know i don't although there's kind of some probably people that were pretty freaky in your life i don't want to know who they are but you're uh, you're generally quite friendly and you pretty well will talk to anyone and hmm. you are good at making friends so you're a lot of fun too thanks you are you're you're a fun person you know the other day yeah Day we went night. out for our anniversary yeah you get fu- you get fun. I don't see that side of you very often, but I like to come out incognito. You know, it, I I I dress up all in disguise. I'd be like, "There's Dean in the corner. That's weird." <laughs> Isn't that Dean with a mop on his head? No, his name's Den. <laughs> Den. What's your name, Den? Yeah. You look like Dean. No. No, Den. Den. Uh, yeah, I am pretty fun, but that's the hard part. Is like. You meet people and you make connections. It's like the way that you people, I guess, suppose you fall in love and have relationships. Like you don't fall in love with something thinking, well, shit, this might end in a year. So I'm only going to love a little bit. No, man, you go all in. Who knows when I'm going to leave and how friendships are going to go. So that idea of having to leave that again is like, oh, the pain of that sucks. The difference now, though, is that as much as it's I know it would hurt. It's not actually a thing that would stop me from doing it because I know I've done it before and those friendships I will hold near and dear and I'll make new friends. And actually, next week, I'm going to go see a friend where we were like yeah, BFFs in Malaysia. You made the best friends you ever had in your life over there. I know. And I'm going to see one of them. Actually, next week, I'm meeting a woman. Get this. 
I was sitting in a Starbucks. I want to say I was about like four months pregnant with Esme, talking to a friend from uh, Sweden. We were just shooting the shit over coffee. And this woman walks in, uh, obviously like, you know, she's Caucasian looking and she has an American accent. She's talking <laughs> to the to the barista and she's a little bit loud because she's fiery. And uh, she <laughs> just marches right up yeah. to my table with a Erica. Fat white, not a fat white. Yeah. She marches right up yeah. and she's like, excuse me. Are you American? I'm like, no, but pretty close. I said I'm from Canada and this one's from Sweden. And she's like, oh, it's so nice to meet you guys. She's living in Singapore. She basically pulls up a chair, sits down. Well, my friend Erica had to bug her off. She went somewhere else for an appointment. Well, I stayed with Danielle. We literally hung out for like seven hours. We had we were probably for a pedicure, saw a movie. We had dinner. We laughed. We cried. Essentially, we decided we were going to be BFFs from then until eternity. And lo and behold, Jack was born uh, and then two weeks to the minute almost her son was born because she had you know the birth mother had a c-section with uh yeah yeah with our doctor yeah so it's just like a wild connection and i feel like you share so much with people when you meet them like that yeah anyway long story short is you make very very good friends yeah so it'd be sad to like so that part makes me sad um and sometimes i feel like oh am i gonna be that person that's leaving again and you have to start from scratch and i know it's always it always turns out wonderful like yeah. I'm, I'm very like optimistic in that yeah. but I suppose the question is okay so I hadn't really known anybody that had come back to their home country and then left again so here's our friend doing it in the states going over to Japan and it's like oh this is really interesting like what comes next now like how long do you stay in that sp- space do you do the two to four year expat contract again yeah good point well that's a good another good question is like so you decide to go you weigh all the pros and cons like we're doing now mm-hmm. and then you go how long do you go for right because that's a scary thing for me is that i don't think you'd ever come back no i wouldn't no there's no way right i would never come back and that's something no. that's kind of makes me sad a bit because you're like oh, well damn. for what you know you look around we don't really know all our neighbors Mm-mm. that well we don't have any connection even to this province because none of us are from here and we're just simply here for a job i know and it's just we bought a house and you know okay it's kind of cool but after a while you're like oh my god those shingles are going to be changed in the next seven years and you know we we got uh floors that we want to put in and yeah so you kind of you kind of go through all the stuff and you're like well yeah so if i did go well how long am i going to go and the thing right. is it's like then, i'll be in my mid-50s by the time no one's i can't get a job here right and the whole thing is is that why don't i just keep on trucking over there and never come back you know like some people have went out there have like I have friends that have been out in Asia for 17 years and have made a fortune and it's not easy to live in a work environment they I wouldn't say they're very accepting of you but the you know the higher up wants you to work there so it's there's always a little bit of drama with that and that's the other thing too is from the side of a spouse that's not working this and from the side of the spouse that's working it's quite different oh yeah and our experiences were totally different. And it's yeah. very much like too many... There's For me right now, there's too many unknown variables for me to make a full decision. And to be honest, I think we both agreed that, you know, we have no plans to move right now. So don't be confused by this conversation. But it's almost like well, looking <laughs> looking for... Well, you don't know the password to your bank account, so you ain't going nowhere. Um, <laughs> but but it's like... Yeah, Denied. What? Yeah. Um, but also like making sure that when you do go that you're taking a job that has all the things that 
are important to you at that phase of life, you know? Like, you're never going to find the perfect gig with the perfect expat, like, you know, here's, you know, everything well, you're going to get and they're paying for school and where do you live and do you have a car and all well, that Well, that's kind the of thing stuff. is, is that, and there's a whole bunch of factors with the flying game, at least I know with other games, like some countries, there's advertisement for people to work there, but the working conditions are getting so ridiculously hard that nobody wants to stay for very long. And then, you know, you're always dealing with the politics of like for aviation, there's so many politics the locals don't want you to work there but the management does and i don't know you have to kind of there's no real good jobs uh in my field really anymore unless you go with some kind of you know legacy carrier but Mm -hmm. you know are you really doing all the things you wanted to do are you seeing the world are you being immersed in it because i was never going to be happy just going to these cities that I've gone to and go, oh, I'm there. Okay, cool. And now I'm leaving. Right. I I want to I want to see the world. You know, I want to go to like even when I was on seven four seven and I go to different places like Paris or Rome, Moscow, wherever. I wanted to be out, and and not in the normal places. I wanted to walk along a mm-hmm. residential street and find a cafe in Rome that only locals go to that only speaks Italian and I can sit there and read the paper the Italian paper at least look at the pictures you know what I mean <laughs> oh well and, this is and I wanted to go long enough that I would know somebody from a different country because yeah. I always found that very interesting is that that's the one part that I miss this is kind of an obscure one but I go you know we're very, I think we're quite patriotic Canadians whatever that means I love the country I live in. I like the freedom of it. There's certain aspects that I will always love about Canada. But I walk into my daughter's school and I hear the national anthem. And I'm just like, okay. That's a bit weird. We never did that in Quebec. Well, well, you live in Quebec. Did you do that? Yeah, we did. We Not all the time, but uh, I think... Like I, I don't honestly. We used to I think sing in junior it. high I did, and I think it's a great thing to build the nationalism mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I don't want to get into that. But I don't recognize it as much. It seems like a little bit like I'm proud of where I live. I'm proud of I was born here. I love the people and I love the country. But I just don't see it as, you know, it seems like lately, not to be anti-Canadian, but, and it's probably happening in a lot of countries, is that they take a lot from the individual money-wise, the services aren't, aren't there. And you're kind of going like, yeah, I'm patriotic, but what what have what have you done for me lately? You've done everything for you. What have you done for me? And and that's where I kind of like go. Look, if you go overseas, nobody nobody cares where you're from. You know, oh, you're you're if you're my friend if you're American, if you're Japanese, if you're whatever. The country welcomes you because they need people to work. It kind of cuts to the chase. It's like okay, you're here for business. Let's do business. I don't find that I was standing up for the Malaysian national anthem at all. I never heard it. No. But they were paying me, you know, a big chunk of change to, to be there and do my job. Mm-hmm. And pay, and I was paying, you know, the required amount of tax, which is a heck of a lot less than here. Anyway, the point is, is that you kind of, I guess you, you become a little bit pessimistic as you age and you kind of go, you know what? Okay, great. You know it's cool to live in this country. I like seeing my friends. I like clean grocery stores. I like 
dependable health care, if not always available health care. It, it, it is good when you get it. Mm-hmm. But I can go work in countries that will make me enough money to retire on. I can enjoy... Should, yeah, should we stay healthy as we age, right? That's the other side Should we stay healthy? Yeah. Because God help you if you if things happen over there and I know. you don't have the proper insurance or you get a you know a disease where you lose your job you have to have some place to go so there's that risk of it yeah. as well. But I see what you're saying like and also but you when you said you were sitting down in a cafe and that element of like experiencing new things um, we haven't done much travel since we got back to Canada and when I was in Palm Springs. The conference I went to kind of was poo-poo, and uh, I ended up going on a little adventure on this hike around this oasis. Yeah, you did, yeah. And I tell you, I forgot how much I require adventure in my life. Well, and you you, you know, I I saw the pictures. I don't know the whole experience, but you met some people you barely knew. You go out Mm -hmm. to a really beautiful place, and there's something about it just ignites you. Oh, yeah. And and It was like the pilot light's been on for me in adventure and travel for a long time because I've been doing the mom thing and doing the business building thing, and I have not prioritized adventure. And I'm recognizing that I need to do that, whether that's going on an expat crazy adventure or just taking regular adventures like it's i think like for me travel has to be part of life and i we were even just talking over lunch and i think we're going to take this next part into a different conversation at some point but just that idea of like you know having goals and what is your plan for the rest of life like are you happy to just sit down in your paid off house and like age or do you need adventure do you need you know, craving new places and mm. new experiences. And um, and I think there is those, there's, I can see the attraction of that. You know, you go to any place like, well, we, we have a nice backyard. We have our deck and stuff, but you don't see the permanent, permanent egg barbecue and, you know, the patio heaters out there. And, you know, there's no uh, infinity pool and that type of thing. Because quite honestly, I, I always feel like we're not the kind of people that, you know, we wouldn't invest that much time into living, to staying put, into staying put. So, yeah. like, ah. you know, we're 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 kind of people. We're always like, oh, it's Saturday. Hey, let's. I mean, we're we're an hour's drive from, an hour and a bit's drive from, two amazing beaches. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but I can see where that you know people could get into. I have brothers and sisters that have done that. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that and that is actually, you know, it's very comforting to have. And I think but, but I, think I that... find the comfort in the opposite way. Right. I'm like, you know when when you when you 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 you've never experienced that level of excitement and of of everything's just all your senses when you're in a strange place with people you're like, "Oh, these people are really neat." Mm-hmm. And you're the smells you know, mm-hmm. and and the tastes of food, and you feel alive. Oh my God! Sitting in the jungle, eating rice out of a pineapple, looking at like monkeys swinging through trees. It's like, I'm oh, sorry, what? That's lunchtime. What are we doing for dinner? Like, like it's just this crazy yeah. adventure all the time. And I think, and so something we're gonna talk about in another episode. And we would love your feedback if you want to DM me or message me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. But it's you know, I I'm curious to know what people think about that idea of like how do you handle it if your dream is to be settled and like retire in one place and get all your eggs in one basket and you just save and save and save and save and save till retirement or do you adventure and get enjoyment and like be thrilled with life in the day to day 
you know, and, or like do something, you know, for four years and go live in a different place or, um, take little adventures and go on trips. And I think, I, th- I feel like people fall into two of those categories. I think it's hard or, or one, you know, you either fall into one or the other. I feel like it's hard to be in both. I agree. Cause like, how do you, how do you save and save and save? I mean, unless you have like lots of income, but if you save and save and save for retirement, it's very hard to plan out those regular adventures on a yearly basis because those are quite expensive, you know? Well, especially nowadays getting, you know, really expensive. The thing I don't, that keeps me away from that, I mean, because I think I can, I'm quite a homebody. Mm -hmm. I love being at home. I don't like... Which is so funny. But that's maybe why you crave the expat life because you're actually home in those places. Right, right. Where I'm like, I'm good. Let's just keep this home I don't go out. I don't like, I don't like travel. Like, hey, like if I don't have to get on an airplane, I'm like, that's cool. I'll drive. Right. I, I, I don't like it, any of the atmosphere. For work, it's okay. It's your job. Well, because you're there all the time, too. Yeah. You're always at an airport, right? Yeah. But anyway, it's it's pretty cool to think about. There's lots of factors. You know, it's neat to discuss it because, you know, as I get older, I'm like, well, if I go out there, like the retirement age is younger overseas. You know, there's the healthcare issues. There's just like just generally being unsafe because I pass one of those medicals over there now. Right. Because the pilot medicals in Canada are like, hey, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Good job. Here's your, your time. <laughs> Don't say well, overseas, that. overseas, they're like, you're running on a treadmill with something, in, one of those things in your mouth, like a $6 million man. And they're like, <laughs> hmm, psychological test. Okay, there's a duck and oh a spatula. Yeah. What do you think about that? You're like, well, okay, well, the duck could... Uh, <laughs> Make me breakfast. Yeah. And a spatula could mix the eggs. That's perfect. Um, why did you... anyway so many things yeah so many things to cover i'm not sure that dean's changed i'm not sure dean has changed my mind or i've changed his but i changed you haven't all right guys thank you so much for listening and subscribe everywhere you listen to i to itunes what to podcasts and uh thanks for chatting dean you're welcome thanks for thanks for having me (laughs) (laughs) bye guys i seriously love this podcast. I love the conversations I've been having with people. I love the conversations it's been generating with you guys. And I'm so grateful you're here listening. Just wanted to take a second to say thank you and also remind you to check out my Instagram page, instagram.com forward slash Amanda Muse. I am there every day usually posting a photo or video of some kind, but the real fun is happening in stories. If you like what you see on my YouTube channel, you will love the short snippets in my stories. Instagram.com forward slash Amanda Muse. So check them out. 